Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire cartoon fan podcast. This is episode 357, and today we'll be talking about Spirit Balls from Summer Camp Island. I'm GC13. And I'm David. Any any soggy old logs in the audience right now? Any at all? Best possible choice for a spirit <laughs> to to take over. I loved this episode. I loved going back in time 10 years before Betsy. And witnessing something that, upon the first viewing, I was dumb enough to not recognize what it was. And upon a second viewing, I realized exactly what it was. This is the origin story of why at least the plant life on Summer Camp Island is sentient. And I think that's uh, really cool. Oh, debatable theory. Yeah, because, like, Mallory didn't think it was weird that the plants and stuff were alive. I'll, I'll have to go look at some of the season three witch episodes and see if we have any sentient plant life in there. I I feel like we did, but I just don't know. Hmm, worth exploring. The one I'm thinking about would definitely have been after Spirit Balls, so I would have to check earlier. Well, now we have a, you know, canonical way to describe the timeline (laughs) centered around Betsy, so... Before and after Betsy. You know, the, the first thing I thought when I saw this episode was... Wait a minute, Alice looks just the same. I thought they both became immortal at the same time, but only Betsy became immortal, apparently. Alice already was. Hmm, that might be worth another rewatch as well (laughs) to uh, catch up on that. Maybe that is the case. I mean, there's only one potion on the ground in the season three episode, but uh, again, Susie phrases it as, Alice and Betsy have agreed to become immortal, not Betsy has agreed to become immortal, so. Hmm. I, you know, I feel duped and bamboozled. But it's confusing, too, because we're not really sure about the state of the other witches as well. Like, is it just an assumed thing that witches go for immortality? In Ramona's case, it seems not to be, because at least she got pretty old before she decided to uh, put a pause on it. I don't know. Well, it's not that she decided, it was decided for her. Well, obviously, I mean, then it became true being locked away somewhere else. But, I mean, it's not actually a guarantee that she wasn't already immortal and it's just now they, you know, have to spend their lives apart. No, we know that Ramona was not immortal at the time because she didn't suffer any time sickness while she was in frozen time. And they didn't mention her having to revoke her immortality at any point. She did appear to be aging. Hmm. So, I mean, it's possible that there were a few years there where she was immortal, but she must have already ditched it before she was told to live in frozen time. (laughs) I don't know why she would become immortal and then not be immortal anymore so quickly. It's it's a reasonable explanation. Occam's Razor said she was never immortal. It's just really hard because I also don't know what year 10 years before Betsy is. Do we know what that year is? How many years before Oscar is that? Yeah. Uh, Well, again, we still don't even know why all the witches aren't present on the island. So... Yeah, that is the... That is my big miss from season four. That, you know, we we did get a flashback episode on the witches, but it does not explain where they all went after the start of the summer camp. Super duper mysterious. Which brings us back to Much like their spirit ball. (laughs) Yeah, it... I mean, the ball was a, a a little bit of a mystery, as, as Mallory found out, and it's it's quite a mystery why Emma took the approach that she did <laughs> to yeah. you know free that spirit because it seems like 
she's okay with doing her own thing anyway, so she could have just, you know, scooped up that spirit with her little syringe and walked on out of there and nobody would have challenged her. But sure, let's torture Mallory a bit, you know, someone who, as far as I can tell, doesn't even quite deserve it. She doesn't do anything wrong in this episode except want to be an individual (laughs) at the start, but then she's reasonably focused on the assignment and not particularly mean or downputting in any way to Emma. I mean, she's slightly belittling, like, oh, so you're not a loser, you're actually the most popular person on the island. I mean, I feel like she's more perturbed than anything, like, why are we wandering around, what's happening, please talk to me. So, I'll forgive her for that. Yeah. See, Mallory fell into the group work trap of expecting the other person to do anything, you need to just You either do nothing or you do the whole project. That's how group work works. Well, at the end of the day, she almost ended up doing the whole project, or at least the most suffering of the project. I think, wouldn't Emma's purposes have been served just as well by doing the project as normal and then just siphoning the spirit out of the spirit ball at a later time? I mean, she must at some point be retrieving spirits and injecting them into the plant life because there seems to be quite a lot of plants that are happy with her so yeah i don't know though like why are the spirits in that machine you know that that Susie has why also is everyone just complicit with this weird scheme like spirits were apparently living things it's so terrible to trap them and then trap them again in these balls which upon the first time watching i was thinking Yeah, this is pretty horrible. I mean, spirits have to exist forever. They need a home. I get that witches' bodies maybe isn't the most ideal, but it's terrible they're shoving them in these balls. And it really hit me the second time. Oh, yeah, like, Emma isn't doing this. Like, for some reason, the first time I watched it, I thought, oh, Emma enjoys having a bunch of things that say hi to her. (laughs) Like, she is doing it for, you know, sort of a selfish reason. But no, it, it... And I think I thought that because also then we see what happens to Mallory and it feels very, uh, since she's so non-communicative and since Mallory didn't seem to deserve it, I'm like, well, she's being a little selfish, a little cruel. But no, I mean, I think she's freeing, you know, redistributing the spirits back into the world, almost like a cycle of reincarnation, which is nice and almost like a witch's responsibility compared to shoving them into balls, trying to paint Susie and and never accomplishing it. Oh, that was... I was very cold. Very cold indeed. I like that. You said it, not me. (laughs) I can't believe... Yeah, the most subtle of features. I can't believe that how mean of a joke that was, though, because poor Susie, like, she's not that... She's not unattractive. I mean, I don't know how to rate these animal creatures' attractiveness, but I feel like she's fine in the world, you know? I mean, it's cruel. She's she's got a revolving door of boyfriends. Um... What was that, Jonathan the Scarecrow? We we never got an answer on Jonathan. <laughs> okay, I mean, paired with the fact that she dated a possibly inanimate, but then so- somewhat animate bundle of hay. I I don't know. That's not that's not helping her out on her attractiveness um, nah. display. But you know, going back to the whole Susie keeping the spirits locked away. I mean, did you did you hear the rest of her presentation? It's it's kind of in self defense and. I mean, the spirits didn't seem too bothered about captivity either, because it's like, oh, hey, I'm out. Like, it's not a, finally, I'm free. It's a, oh, hey, I'm free. Yeah, I guess. Also, they choose to live in those orbs, in the balls. Like, there's no, 
actual trapping occurring. Well, they're they're psychologically entrapped. Which I can't believe how long that's effective for. Like, they would eventually separate those bands, right? Or eventually come up with a mediocre painting of Susie. Surely. Yeah, like, the, the only thing stopping him from leaving the, the Susie ball is because he's like, I can't stop until I've made a beautiful painting of this subject. Which is impossible because the subject is... I, I just can't say it. Susie is gorgeous. I don't know. That that ghost is just... I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> That's a, that is obviously a defect of spirit. They should have returned it to sender. <laughs> I just... The thing is, we have already been shown that there is a different vessel which is apparently completely effective at restraining spirits. It even has a, like, a suck-in button as well as a push-out button. Why they're pursuing this ball thing is only useful for the, for the episode. I think the spirit balls are more like a portable defense mechanism rather than a more central thing. Hmm. It's, it's like, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but failing. That would be perfect to put in your spirit ball. Finding an analogy. (laughs) But, see, you talked about, oh, I think that Emma is just the doing a natural recycling of spirits. I don't know. I've watched this episode a couple times, and each time I watch, I just feel like it's, it's a dark, sinister thing she's doing. Which, I don't know, maybe I just expect to see a dark, sinister contrast with the bright, Happy flowers. Maybe she is doing a public service. It doesn't seem to fit with her character, but all we know about her really is that she's very grouchy when Susie is around. And since I love Susie, that makes Emma a terrible person. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, the show does not cast a really positive light on Susie, and therefore I would say, you know, give Emma a chance. (sighs) I hope Julia Pott doesn't have self-esteem problems. (laughs) for sure i don't know i definitely felt the malice the first time and i think that's just because you know it's more of a trope in fiction like oh controlling life and death you know animating things this this is usually something that the evil (laughs) character does but i i don't know i I, seeing it at least as an origin for some of the life on the camp plus trying to present perhaps that there's a competing way to be a witch like there's different ways to think about how to approach the problems i think this might be introducing that right including the idea that you know Mm. we already know that Susie is wrong in, in in several ways or at least that she has other magical things she's fighting against like her own destiny and the like solution for magic disappearing you know to the island this is also a thing she doesn't like (laughs) and so maybe there are other approaches where she's read these books of magic before and thought she's had to follow them and there could be alternatives so yeah i I was about to say that well Susie can't be too wrong about this because she has ramona there to you know check up on her but then i realized wait ramona hasn't had very much time for magical education she was a kid during the exodus to summer camp island and so the only senior witch she's been around is Susie. Yeah, that's actually a good point. They slowly built that coven. Like, her age is deceptive. Yeah, like, R- Ramona can't be looking up to those other coven members as teachers. Like, she she has Susie, who regards her as an equal, not as a, a student. So, 
The fact that Ramona knows as much as she does about time babies, I guess it's due to independent research, really. It's funny because I really do think about Ramona as like an old wise person, but she's not like like you just reminded me. Oh, yeah, she was a kid (laughs) and she aged only because of the Jabberwocks. So now she would have all of the life experience that comes with her age. I I do think that allowing herself to age means that she's not stuck in her teenage years the same way that Susie, Alice and Betsy are. So she gets to have the, the wise life experience aspect, but. Yeah, as far as the learning about magic, like, Susie's her best resource. <laughs> and we're seeing how that goes. <laughs> well, you know, Susie may not be a live and let live kind of witch. You see her hunting down and, and trapping spirits for, you know, self-defense, basically. But when it comes down to it, she will exercise in order to exorcise. You gotta give her that. But only if Ramona tells her she has to. and that's where that sense of wise old responsibility competes with the teenager (laughs) who does not care at all the teenage self-absorption that that was a very good line that exercise is just sports without points (laughs) yeah it was such a good callback to the beginning of the episode too that seemingly witches don't like sports at all yeah just like with the musk (laughs) yeah Another callback. Everyone loves a callback. I don't know. I I still think Emma could have got everything she wanted without... uh, I think she wanted to teach Mallory a lesson of of some kind. Or maybe she's just mean like that. I don't know. See, that's the missing piece is... I I, I don't think Mallory needed a lesson. I want an episode commentary that is just Emma's internal monologue. So I can see why does she do the things she does. Very mysterious. Terribly mysterious, even. Get my blue Raja on. And so with that, that's been us on Spirit Balls. Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes, because if you do, you might find yourself trapped in a Spirit Ball. Very enticing. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com.